Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Whitey Gleason, Chuck Walter with you for another hour here on 95.7 The Game. Did you hear the one about how Tom Brady nearly became a Raider? We've got that coming up here. Uh, First, though, with your help, and thank you for your help, we're putting together, as a public service, really, Chuck, uh, a list of rules that you can have posted. You really should and need to have posted in your room, your man cave, your living room, wherever you're watching football. The football season nearly upon us now. We're deep into the preseason, and we need to have rules clearly posted um, so that we can maximize our enjoyment and the enjoyment of others while watching football. Uh, No jinxing is a rule that has been proposed. uh, Forkless food only. No walking in front of the TV. Don't touch my remote. Don't even think about touching my remote. We have a lot of great suggestions here, uh, Chuck. And I just, to be honest, I'm proud because, you know, sometimes we talk about sports. We have a good time. I feel like we're doing something beneficial for football fans today, and I'm kind of proud of it. We are, and and we're around the time where everyone's starting to have their fantasy football drafts had they not had it yet. And uh, if you are about to have it, I have a rule for you. The greatest rule you're ever going to have if you are that guy, and granted, this was me last year as I was at Mission Dolores, as I told you, and missed uh-huh. the draft, but I didn't know what was going on, so I don't have to do the sacco and eat the waffles. Anyways, there's always that guy, usually guys, girls, whatever it may be, multiple people in a group, that for two rounds before they figure out you're on auto, they take all 90 seconds Oh, just, okay. to, be, yeah. just to have an auto pick. Right. And you're sitting there and you're like, Chet hasn't been in this league in two years. He hasn't checked his roster in two years. We we know that the auto draft is coming. Why doesn't he just turn the auto draft on? Mm-hmm. And you wait all 90 seconds, and then the next person's up. And you wait all 90 seconds. And as this is going on, you see on the right side where there's the notifications, this person's leaving and joining and leaving and joining. Everyone can't figure out their Wi-Fi. We're, we're back in dial-up days. No one knows what's going on. And there's always like four or five people that you have to wait until the final second. And these things need to be concise. You need to you need to queue up players and get after it. Look, it's fantasy football. You got 90 seconds to make a draft pick. It's plenty of time. Easy now. That's it all I got to like, say. It sounds like you are just constantly dealing with a time crunch in your life. 
This is a recurring theme. And I understand and appreciate it. Sounds like you just... You're always looking for an extra bit of time just, just here. Or trying there. To get, yeah. Just trying to get a lot done yeah. in my yeah. days. I, I appreciate it. Trying yeah. to get a lot done in the days that I don't have time for someone to, you know, to be sitting there for yeah. 90 seconds for my turn to be coming up mm-hmm. for someone to basically. I, I mean, if you're not on the computer <laughs> and you're not in the draft, why can't right away auto draft yeah. just kick on? Sure. Like if you're not in by the start of the draft, see ya. Auto mm-hmm. draft, boom, until you turn it off. But instead, it's the opposite way where the algorithm or the or the AI has to figure out that you are not in there before they put you on auto draft. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like if they're not in, then turn them on auto draft right away so this draft can go quicker. Because what are they going to do? Pop in the draft with eight seconds to go before their first pick and be like, oh, my God, I'm on the spot. Uh, uh, I'm going with Doug Martin. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't happen. Like, it's stupid. A few more suggestions here. By the way, speaking of fantasy football, we earlier uh, discussed a rule that you would post on your, you know, football watching rules that you, we don't we don't discuss your fantasy team here. And someone says, no, that rule has changed over the years. Your fantasy football team talk is allowed now from um, from the, that's from the 925. Thank you. I, I It depends on, you know, you can, you can change the rule any way you want, but that's interesting that that's, more widely allowed now. Uh, keep the sports hate strictly sports related. We all hate the Cowboys, but don't make it personal like that. Um, no conversations to start with. We need to talk during a football game yeah. or ever <laughs> or ever. There's there's other ways to phrase that situation. Like, hey, I got something to tell you. Just more friendly. Hey, we need to talk. Sounds like you're getting dumped. You're getting fired or. Yeah. Something worse. No asking so. me to do something quick at halftime. Yes, I'm watching the halftime show. Five one oh you hit it on the head when you say when I'm at a restaurant and a football game's playing, I stand up and shout, Put the damn forks down. <laughs> Who's eating penne pasta right now? See, here's the thing. If you're watching football, if you're there and football's in the background and you're eating some penne at a at a BW threes, because they probably have that on the BW threes. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I don't know why I call it yeah. BW threes. Yeah. It's just it. It's rooted in my mind. Anyways, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. You're there. They got penne pasta on the menu now. They got like a nine-page menu, and everyone's going there for wings. You, one of those savages that goes there and eats a burger. It's like, what are you doing going to B-dubs eating a burger? Anyways. I'll, do you have any penne pasta today? Yeah. You get the penne pasta. If you're not watching football, then you're fine. You can eat whatever you want with whatever you want. But if you're watching football and you have a fork in your hand, yes, I'm going to shame you. Put the fork down. <laughs> Oh, and, even and at a thing. restaurant, yeah, you do even that. at a restaurant, Super Bowl parties. Think about all the foods that show up. It's chips. That's an interesting it's dip, exception. It's pizza. It's wings. It's yeah. little sandwich wedges. It's subs. It's w- cookies. It, it's brownies. It's things that you eat with your fingers. Pasta salad is the one that gets a little dicey because it it is a decent it is a decent you know mm-hmm. little party dish. But we don't need it for football. Yeah, that's the whole problem with watching the Super Bowl. You're right. You have more people coming than typically just watch football. So, all right, you have more people bringing more elaborate dishes. So, you, yeah, you can use forks. But that's the worst thing about the Super Bowl, right? Depending on where you watch it. Sometimes you're with other people and you're trying to watch the game. And for people that aren't fans, it's just like, this is great. We're all together. Hey, you want to hear what my cousin's doing? It's like, no. Yeah. The Super Bowl's on. Yeah, you got to Super Bowl is uh one of those events that you got to pick the right crowd. Yeah, you do. You're you, right. You can't just 
you can't just jump at the first opportunity. Someone says, hey, you want to come a co-worker? Hey, yeah. you want to come to my Super Bowl party? You got to yeah. ask questions. You got to vet the situation. Right. What's the knowledge and the acumen of, of the football? Are, are, is there going to be salad there? Because if they say, yeah, we're, we're actually going to bring out the first course uh no we're not doing chips yeah. we're all watching our figure we're gonna have a chaos out no i'm out i think I'm out. chuck what you need to do is you need to have these rules and we haven't compiled them all yet need to have them laminated need to have them on your person perhaps in your wallet or perhaps on your phone and if someone says you want to go to a super bowl party you need to say how many of these rules will be observed at your party and then you you know make the decision based on that yeah, at 707 i see uh uh b-dubs is buffalo wild wings it's just something i've done to mm -hmm. Abbreviated. I don't know yeah. if other people do that, but I have. Anyway, gotcha. sorry yeah. to offend you. It's yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. That's all right. We're just having Wings fun Beer here. Sports. Yeah, so you got to be careful about what parties you choose to attend for the Super Bowl, where you choose to watch football. And if you're a football player, Chuck, as we all know, you have to be careful about what teams you choose to play for. Uh, Tom Brady is not with the Tampa Bay Bucks currently, according to Adam Schefter today. He's expected to rejoin them shortly. We don't know why he's been away. There's, of course, the juicy rumor that he's been away so he can record um, the Mass Singer. I don't buy that, but I just think that's so stupid I, I love to bring it up. However, there's a, a story that came out. This was just last night, right? Dana White announced this during the UFC telecast that well, he says Tom Brady nearly became a Raider. This was Dana White after the fight last night. And he was on it with a Rob Gronkowski special edition telecast in which he mentioned this. And after the fight at a press conference, Dana White was asked about, wait, what's this about? Did you say that Tom Brady nearly became a Raider? Here's Dana White. I didn't want to talk about that, no, but he sort of sucked me into it on live TV. Yeah, it's true. I talked Brady into playing for the Raiders, and Gronk was coming with him. And they were negotiating the deal, and they were really close to getting it done. And then Gruden pulled the deal, and Brady was not happy about it. Neither was I, and, and that's that. He went to the Buccaneers and won the Super Bowl. I box there. I wanted Brady. It's true. And I thought that I would never tell that story publicly what the hell Gronk was doing tonight that he, that he brought that up. It would have been amazing for the city and would have been amazing for the Raiders. I mean, their, their first year there, they got Brady and Gronk, you know? Okay. Wait, what? So Dana White wanted Tom Brady with Las Vegas, the Raiders' first year there. And so he engineers the deal? He decides, I'm going to put this together? Well, what was Darren Waller doing at the time? Had he broken out yet? Does the timeline match up? Why would they yeah, bring in yeah. Gronk? That's a good point too. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, um, we don't. I don't know if you're Gruden at this point. You probably don't even bother to respond, right? There's no reason. Because it doesn't to hurt to have two tight ends. You know, yeah. it doesn't hurt to have Gronk and Waller on the same team with Tom Brady throwing to him. Mm -hmm. But I bring up that point, and then my second point is, it's all easy to go back. Hindsight's always crystal clear, 2020. And Waller, by the way, I believe he had broken out already, I right? think That so. was before they even left Oakland. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. And uh, so with that being said, Tom Brady, I mean, it's easy to sit here now and be like, how could you pass up on Tom Brady? But we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. That last, he threw the interception against Tennessee, and we thought that that was the end. Of, I mean, it was the end of him in New England, and we knew it at the time. But we thought maybe that was the end of Tom Brady, and here he is at 45, and we're still expecting him to be damn good. Mm -hmm. But the trajectory has gone up since. Like he, to end that season, 
it felt a little off. Like, all right, age may have caught up to Tom Brady. Right, because you know and, it's going to eventually, yeah. And I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that said this guy's a winner. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, no, I if if the Raiders have an opportunity to take Tom Brady, we are taking Tom Brady 100%. But I do think that at that time, in that moment, there were some people that thought Brady may be done. Am I wrong to be dubious of how much ability Dana White would have to put a deal together? Dana White's going to put a deal together that's going to bring, I talked Brady into coming there and I put a deal together. Okay, I'm skeptical that he could even do that. Am I wrong? Am I am I uh, what's he, what's he underestimating like, his ability? Is he Carmen Falcone? Is he yeah, is he, yeah. he Maroney from yeah. Batman where he just runs the city? He's like, yeah. I am Vegas. Like, yeah. if I want Tom Brady, I'm getting Tom Brady. I, yeah. I don't know. How, how does he have, yeah, uh, the juice to put something? I can understand how he, if he wanted it to happen and if he maybe asked some people, uh, I don't know. Uh, and then another interesting aspect of this, and we discussed this earlier as well, uh, is the fact that perhaps when Tom Brady was on the barbershop and he said, yeah, I was going to go somewhere, and then they decided to stay with who they had, and I thought, well, they're, what, they're staying with that? Mother blanker. So I don't. Maybe maybe we, he wasn't talking about Garoppolo. Maybe he was talking about Derek Carr. We may never know because I can't imagine that Brady or Gruden or anyone would actually comment on this. But it's just <laughs> I don't know. Uh, on on some levels it makes sense, but overall I just I I think Dana White is vastly overstating how close this came. If it was even ever a possibility. Yeah. So the the breaking news today basically comes in. Was he calling? Did he use the word bum? Who? Uh, Tom Brady, when he, he said... He said, I think he said, I thought he said mother effer. Okay. I thought that's what he said. Which can translate yeah. to bump. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. So it was yeah. between Jimmy G yeah. or Derek Carr. Yeah. Jimmy G or Derek Carr, who's the better quarterback? <sighs> right now or back then? Back then, I mean, Jimmy was just coming off of... Even right now. Yeah. Derek Carr's better right now, but back then, Jimmy was just coming off of uh, you know, a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. I think Derek Carr... It's a little bit of disrespect. Mm -hmm. I think he's better than people give him credit for. But this year, with the weapons he has. Oh, you're he, all in. Okay, I said that, I was out on Carr, but you're all in on the Raiders? I mean, you got to be. If they don't get it done this year, then Derek Carr is not the guy. Breaking it's, news, uh, Charlie Walter's going to draft Derek Carr in our fantasy draft today. No, nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Which pick do you have, or do you even know yet? We don't know. It, it randomizes, I think, like an hour before the draft. Gotcha. Um, so we'll have to see. My strategy is usually running back off the top as I'm breaking one of my own rules, telling all the listeners about fantasy. Just yeah. Shut up. We don't care about your fantasy team. This is strategy, not my team. Running Real back strategy would be giving us rules that are not actually your rules. RB1, your competition. Okay. Travis Kelsey if he's there. Okay. And then you get your RB2 or your wide receiver one. Uh, it's tough because you try to go with the two running backs out of the gate. That was always my that was always my plan. And then you, you sit there with your second pick after you draft a dynamite RB1, and you're like, all right, who are my options here? They go so quickly. You're like, uh, all right, I can go with Chris Carson or mm -hmm. Alexander Madison. Like, mm -hmm. what's going on here? Where are all the running backs go? Yeah. They go quick. That's your second Alexander Madison reference of the show, I think. So you've got... Well, yeah. they did just play the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only guy in the Vikings I know that played. So yeah. that would right. be why. Yeah. Well, good luck in the in the draft today. Yeah, as far as Tom Brady goes, I remember I was on the air, um, filling in on the night shift right about the time that was happening, arguing with somebody about how, and I didn't even really, you know, it was just one of those things like, well, it's like a debate, so I'll take up the cause about how, yeah, the 49ers probably should have gotten Tom Brady. And nobody agreed with me at the time. 
Because I was like, nah, he's done. As you said, at the time, it looked like he's old. He's done. It's he easy. had a good year. It's yeah. easy to say now, but at the time, I'm sure there were a lot of people that said, I'll take Garoppolo. Yes. You know, he's, he's the younger guy. Yes. Yeah. And people, not many, but I think there were people out there that said Tom Brady may be a system quarterback. Mm -hmm. Before he went to Tampa Bay and proved it, I think some people gave Bill Belichick a lot more credit than they gave Tom Brady, which clearly right now, when you look at the situation, wasn't fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, Brady was a dog regardless of where he was playing. Do you think there's a team this year, and maybe we won't know for a while, but you being a Cincinnati guy, and, you know, there's, I'm not going to confirm or deny, there, there have been suggestions that I've been a Bengals fan over the years. You know, I don't want to go into that, but... Given what Cincinnati Big Gus did, Farad guy. Yeah. Given what Cincinnati did last year, do you see anybody poised to do that this year? And like I say, maybe we don't know yet. I don't typically I have a pretty clear sense. You mentioned a team earlier that maybe would qualify as one of these teams, but do you have a sense of a team that this year, look out, this team's going to surprise a lot of people? I do, but not for the same reasons. Cincinnati surprised people last season because they have a top three quarterback in the game, mm -hmm. Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a star. He's won everywhere he's been superstar. I think he's a little bit underrated right now. And I mean that by I'm, I'm looking at top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL and he's always 8-9. Is he really 8-9? I think he's top 5. Um, I'll give him top 3 because I'm biased. Anyways, the team that I think is going to have that seismic-like jump and could potentially reach the Super Bowl, the Dolphins. Hmm. Mike McDaniel. Um, and it's for a completely different reason because I don't think Teddy Two Gloves or Tua is even close to Joe Burrow, but I just think roster-wise, they were, they were solid last year. You add in Tyreek Hill and all the players they added into the mix, and I, I think uh, they could be sneaky. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned, not that they were bad last year, but you mentioned earlier that the Eagles may be poised for some big things this year. Did, did I misunderstand you? No. Uh, well, they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. I, I think they were the worst playoff team in NFL history. Like in that game, <laughs> who'd they play first round? Was it the Bucks? I want to say it was the Bucks' first round, and it was just like, what are we even doing playing this game? I Tampa mean, it, Bay and Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was a joke. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even close from the opening kick. You're like, do we really need this extra wild card game right now to watch Philadelphia get boat raced? They stunk. They were the worst playoff team ever. Mark it down. With that being said, with that being said, they did add A.J. Brown to the mix, and, you know, people are high on Jalen Hurts. I've... I watched this guy day one when I was covering sports down in Alabama. I saw his his debut game where he came in against USC. They were supposed to have it was uh, Blake Barnett was their starting quarterback that day, and they I think they ran through like three quarterbacks that game before they found out that Jalen Hurts was their guy, and he was their guy until Tua took the reins from him. But from day one, I just I, I like him as a is an athlete. I, I like his game. I just don't know if he's a good enough passer, per se. He's good out of the pocket. I like how he can make plays with his feet. Apparently, he's a top-five fantasy quarterback. I found that out, so he's mm. on my radar. But in terms of actually like going out there and leading that offense and winning games, I just don't really see it. So that's interesting that, you know, obviously you got some similar questions, if not more questions, about the quarterbacks in Miami, but you you just like the roster well uh, enough that you're willing to overlook those and declare the Miami Dolphins as a candidate for most surprising team. Yeah. And I'm not I, calling you out. I'm, you no, know, it's, it's, who knows? You're right. It's similar with the Eagles to where the quarterback position I'm skeptical about, but all the guys around 
you know, make up for that and, and, and allow them to be a pretty good team. So I guess you could put the Eagles and the Dolphins in the same category. I guess I'm just biased towards the Eagles. I just, I'm never really fully mm-hmm. sold mm-hmm. on anyone from the NFC East. Um, why should I be sold on the Dolphins? You know, what, right. what have they done to sell me? But for whatever reason, those light blue jerseys and that, and that orange, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's calling my name this year. And I think Tyreek Hill's a lot better than AJ Brown. If you were Jimmy Garoppolo, and you, I, I, I don't know. I'd say you bear some resemblance to Jimmy Garoppolo. But if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, where would you want to go? Obviously, right now, you're not a free agent. You don't have your pick of the litter. I'm not and, even the Kirkland brand, Jimmy and, Garoppolo. And, and, I'm, and, I'm uh, Kmart. And even if you were a free agent, a lot of teams aren't interested. But if you're Jimmy right now, where would you want to go? Where are you hoping things break in such a way as to allow you to end up there? I think it's Cleveland. If if you want to win a championship, Cleveland's the best bet you got. Mm-hmm. Unless a quarterback goes down and a different situation arises than what we're currently looking at right now, but got to be the Browns, right? I mean, Nick Chubb at running back, they got the playmakers. You add in Amari Cooper that you get to throw to. Um, you got. You I'm got a big fan of, of David that, Joku, yeah, yeah. The, the tight end. Mm-hmm. Like they they Joku, have yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. They have a playoff roster. So if you're Jimmy and your options right now are the 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 Jets are off the table now, so let's just put it at the Seahawks. Let's throw the Steelers in the mix, even though they have three quarterbacks. None of them are good, but they have three guys. Let's say the Steelers join the mix, and let's go with the Browns. It's it's an obvious answer. Mm-hmm. I think it's Cleveland. I think um, you can win there. I could see how, if if I'm Jimmy, I would have been hoping, not, nothing against him, but I would have been hoping that Stafford needed to take the year off and that the Rams would be looking for a quarterback because I do think he, I don't know if that's being petty, but I would think that he would love the chance um, to to beat the 49ers. So that, he's, that, yeah. He's playing somewhere. It's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when. And I, I there's injuries, see, like a quarterback. Yeah. Name me the last time an entire NFL season went through and You're right. no quarterback got hurt. The You're answer right. is it, it just doesn't happen. So eventually, someone's going to pick him up. The question is, who comes on the table? You know, mm-hmm. if if Lamar Jackson goes down next week for Baltimore, all of a sudden yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe he will bide his time uh, a little bit. The thing about the Browns in this whole situation that I don't understand, and I didn't understand this at the time, how did the Browns sign up for this? How did they assume this risk that Deshaun Watson, oh, 11 game suspension, even when they they traded for him, they knew what was going on. They knew what potentially could happen. And even though they didn't know what the league would ultimately decide, why would you want to hitch your wagon to a guy with 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 that cloud hanging over him? Why? I don't understand. They they this is all their fault that now their quarterback's out 11 games. Why, if you're the Browns, would you? Is he that good? I mean, two, the things he's answers. been accused of are just, you know, heinous. Uh, I saw Jeff Perlman on Twitter says it's incredible and it's wrong that, you know, Kaepernick can't play because he knelt. And now Deshaun Watson, yeah, he'll be back as soon as he can be back. The answer is, I mean, he's really good. Last time we saw him in 2020, 4,800 yards. This is just through the air. He can run it too. 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's elite. They're not paying him this year. If he's sitting out, you know, he gets the, what, the $1 million? Nothing. So they're taking the risk. Financially, it doesn't really hurt them. But it's more like Cleveland 
they have the black cloud over them. Yeah. Because when it comes to quarterbacks, they always draft the wrong guy. But to me, I, I know you're right, but to me, it's like they also made sure they brought in another one over that black cloud. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It's it's definitely a Cleveland move in that regard. The, the Browns consistently make the wrong decisions, and they're that desperate for a championship. Yeah. He gives them a shot to win a championship. I No one can tell me that he's not a good quarterback. Yeah. Don't you think there's going to be some kind of fallout? But where are the morals? You yeah. Know? yeah. Do morals mean anything anymore? Yeah. I mean, you got to have some morals. It's like, come I know on. it's pro sports and you play to win the game. They're like, we're going to get some. rid of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He's a hothead. You yeah. Know, he's, he's, he is what he is. You know, he's disrespectful. I don't, whatever they were saying about Baker Mayfield. And then you're going to bring in him? You've got to have some. You're a business. You have to have some. You have to at least be able to, to pretend. Cut his ass. Pick up Jimmy Garoppolo. You have some sense of decency. Yeah. It's I, incredible. And, and the worst part about it is I don't know if the customers care. They want to see their team well, win. Some do. That that could be the Some do. Too. But, like, but yeah. when it comes to NFL fans, I'm yeah. sure there are a lot that are going to go into that stadium. Now, I don't know if his, his jerseys are going to be selling off the shelves. I don't know if that's going to be a hot jersey. But... Um, that could be I think it. You may be right. Like, A, he's that good, and B... People will be silently our, rooting for him. A lot of our real fans don't really care about that. Whoa, I'd hate to think that's the case. Coming up next, if the 49ers don't win, if they don't, this will be the reason why. It's next. Chuck Walter, Whitey Gleason, 95.7 gay. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Thanks for being with us today. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, Chuck Walter, uh, heading down the home stretch here. Very eventful uh, Sunday morning, Chuck. And I know appreciate the fact that you've um, been as productive as you have today when you have this, you know, the fact that you have the 95-7 fantasy draft kind of hanging over your head. And a double shift. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got the double shift. Got to go upstairs right after this. So work until midnight, sandwiching in two fantasy drafts. Wow. It's a long day, and yeah. I have to sneak in the Dragon Show, the House of Dragon. Yeah, okay, you've reconsidered on that. Yeah, I, as I said earlier, I, I I may check that out just because the the Game of Thrones the way it ended left such a bad taste in the mouths of so many now, people, is it, including the great Aaron Rodgers. Is it like a prequel right. to where Cal Drogo comes back? Because I, I love that guy, Jason Momoa. <laughs> that was my favorite character in the show. Steven and, Adams, yeah. And they, they, yeah. T- they took him out way too early. Yeah. Um, it's you a, wear the crown now. That was I, my favorite scene. That was, that was a good scene. Uh, you saw a little more of it than I thought you saw. Um, it's a prequel, but I think it's like two centuries before any of that happened. Okay. So, so, so Drogo's maybe, not there. Yeah. I don't know why, you know, prequels, it's like, why do it before? We already know where this all ends up. Why not do what happens after that? But Everyone's anyway. been talking about when it comes to the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul phenomenon. Everyone says, well, I haven't seen either, so I'll watch Better Call Saul first, then I'll watch Breaking Bad. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. It won't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It won't make any sense. There's not enough flashbacks to where you won't know who Walter White is and all these things won't really connect. They they made it this way for a reason. Right. You're supposed to watch Breaking Bad first and then go back. Like If you watched them out of order and watched those two shows, it just Breaking Bad would be fine, but Better Call Saul wouldn't be nearly as good we, if you watched it first. Do we know what's next? Is there anything next? The next chapter? Any idea? Oh, I was thinking gone? maybe they would have a, a the vacuum guy spin off, but he uh, the the actor passed away. Um, so that that can't happen. And then maybe a Gus Fring spin off. I don't know if he's enticing enough of a character, but the fact that he is a, 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 a you know fried chicken fast food joint right. owner and sure. ends up getting into the meth business yeah maybe just maybe he's got a yeah. good backstory there and uh be tough making him a sympathetic character but i guess you could do it be I tough see. making him a character because he's probably dead too spoiler alert he dies in breaking bad i know but you go the yeah, prequel, prequel. Uh, yeah. you no know, honestly i think they are going to make that because the more i think about it there's too many there's too many unanswered questions on Gus Fring and how he comes into that. Like, cause he's yeah. just introduced to some fast food guy from Los Pollos Hermanos, even in yeah. like Breaking Bad or even in the flashbacks in Better Call Saul, you don't see how he, you know, that's joins a, the cartel yeah. or anything like yeah. that. So that's a chicken brothers, right? Isn't that what that means? The Los, chicken man. Yes. Uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. Okay. Um, where, where do you think, so you think Jimmy's going to get, end up getting traded to Cleveland? Not traded. Okay, just going to end up there as a free agent? Yeah, because I don't know why anyone would trade for him Not right necessarily. Now. You asked me where I think Jimmy would want to play. Okay. I said Cleveland. I have All no right. idea where he winds up. It, I, I think it comes down to just the, the situation. Someone may get hurt. Like I said, it happens all the time in the NFL. And any team that has a hurt quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo makes sense. Except 
the New York Giants, who are clearly not going to be good with or without Garoppolo, so why take them on? And a few other teams that may be in that, you know, that mode of, all right, we're clearly rebuilding. Jimmy Garoppolo added to the fault, the Lions. Goff goes down. What's Jimmy G going to do? Right. You know? Yeah. I would like to see him go to Seattle because I think it'd be great drama for us. I can see why if you're Jimmy, ah, boy, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's really the Seahawks on a downward spiral. Do I want to sign up there? But it would be, especially for week two, if Jimmy were to be able to get up there and uh, get familiarized with things well enough where he could actually start for them week two, that would just be so much fun for us. And it would seem like from a dramatic sense, not a football sense. So ultimately this doesn't really matter, but from a dramatic sense, it would be just the perfect ending to the Jimmy G 49ers saga. If you beat him. To see him come. Yeah, well, either way, it's going to be a great be entertaining regardless. story. Yeah, yeah. But you better beat him in that situation, especially when it comes to the Sea. I mean, what's the Seahawks record? Brian, help me out with this. Do some deep diving back there. Earn your paycheck today. Last 12 games against the Seahawks, what's their record? And, and 49ers? Come back. And, yeah. yeah. Over the last, like, six seasons, give me their record, because it's not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, Lost both yeah. last year when they were clearly the superior team. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're right. It would make a lot of sense for Jimmy to just bite his time and wait to see, you know, if it's like, you want to go to Seattle? Not really. Uh, Cleveland's not that interested. If that's the case, then bide your time and see, you know, who in a few weeks is going to need a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Maybe he ends up not playing much at all this year and resting up and taking another go around next year in the offseason. Spin zone. Matthew Stafford's elbow is bad. He can't throw. He falls on it game one, and all of a sudden his arm is shot. Ramps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd say. I think that would be Jimmy's dream scenario to come back and beat the 49ers. Uh, you know, uh, maybe. He'd have a better chance of doing it as a quarterback of the Rams than he would have. Justin Herbert goes down. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, Chargers. I, I mean, not every team can say that. Mm-hmm. I don't think, although pretty much everyone on the schedule can say that, um, except the Dolphins. They, they'd they ride with Teddy before they went with Jimmy G. But aside from that, um, I, I don't think the Falcons would ever, regardless of if Mariota went down or not, they'd turn to Ritter before they mm -hmm. you know, went and grabbed Jimmy Garoppolo. But every other team on the schedule, Russell Wilson goes down, all of a sudden he makes sense in Denver. So that's what it's going to come down to, to me. Um, and, and if it's not one of those teams or not from that situation, derived from that situation, then it's going to be either the Browns or the Seahawks. They're the only two teams that make sense. A lot of people think that uh, the Browns need to make a deal right now for Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think they're going to because we really haven't seen him throw. And I know that, you know, you can, you can, you can go out and send somebody out to see him work out, but it's a lot different. You really don't know right now, physically, is he capable of throwing uh, you know, at an NFL level. So maybe, maybe not. But it, given that much uh, uncertainty over it, I'm just, if I'm the Browns, I'm not going to trade uh, anything of value for Jimmy Garoppolo right now. No. 408's coming in with a screwball pitch. He's saying my money is on Jimmy G going to Pittsburgh. I mentioned that being a viable option earlier because it's Pittsburgh. They always think they can compete. They're like the St. Louis Cardinals of football. They're just always above 500. They don't have losing seasons. They expect to win. And if their quarterbacks are as bad as we think they are, we have Mason Rudolph. 
They love Pickett, right? We have Mason Rudolph, yeah. Dented Head. Yeah. We have, <laughs> we have um, sorry, I did that to Mason. We also have uh, Small Hands, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. And they then we have him. And then we have Mitch Trubisky, and we, we saw what he did in the Bears. So that's, that's that. When I was telling you earlier, I'm like, if you have a good backup quarterback, then your starting quarterback probably stinks too. And that's kind of the situation there. It's like you have three quarterbacks that probably would be decent backups everywhere, at least two. I just think that barge has sailed down the Monongahela, given the names you just mentioned. It's like, yeah, Jimmy might be better than those guys, but if I think the door is closed there. They have too many. It's three. If it was two, if it was just, if it was Rudolph and Pickett, then it's a different story. But you got three guys to potentially count on. I don't see it. Chuck, you wanted the last. 12 games against Seattle? Yeah. The record? Can you you want to guess so far? Or do you just want me to give it to you? Uh sure, I'll guess. Let's go three and nine. All right. Whitey? No, I don't want to guess. Okay. All right. Uh they're two and ten. So I'm close. That's bad. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> absolutely. It's not good. Yeah. Uh the loss to Jimmy G as a Seahawk in his return to Levi's. Be tough. Would you be happy for him? She'd be like, you know what? Good for Jimmy. Uh, or would you kind of be like, this sucks? I, I think the 49ers are going to be fine, more than fine this year, either way. So I think it would just be, it would be very entertaining to hear the reaction to that. So yeah, on some level, I would say, wow, you know, I'm not saying, oh, I want the 49ers to lose to Seattle, Jimmy G coming in there. If it happened though, I think they'd be fine, but I think there would be so much outrage when it happened. I think it'd be great drama, great theater, and very Entertaining, right? Which where it's an entertainment business. Also, another note: Seattle Seahawks lead the series thirty to seventeen. Hmm. That's ownage. Yeah. So, how about this? That's what I want to see. Not I, I want to see him go to Seattle, and I want the, the build up to that game would be so much fun. I poised this the other day. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy G goes out there, let's say the 49ers make the playoffs, they lose first round to the uh, lose the Eagles. They lose to the Eagles in the in the wild card game. Jimmy G's a Brown goes on to win a Super Bowl and win Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> the biggest okay, hypothetical yeah, of all time. All right, he needs yeah. to find a team if, first. If, I'm yeah, just okay. It's twelve forty four on sure. a Sunday. We're yeah. spin zone and we've yeah. been on the air for three hours forty five minutes. If that happens, if that happens, how are you looking at 49ers ownership? How are you looking at the the decision makers of this team that had a Super ownership, Bowl that yeah. that that Went to a Super Bowl when he was healthy, that followed it up with an NFC championship when he was healthy, and then goes to the Browns and wins a championship. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, this guy's a winner. Ownership is clear on this. They've backed up their coach and their GM, and their GM and coach have made a really, I would think, you know, not, a, not an easy decision. Um, and Jimmy G is in the clear on this. He played hard. He played when he was hurt. He played well. He helped the team win. Trey Lance, I think, is in the clear on this. Even if he doesn't play well, and I think he will, well, he didn't draft himself. So if it takes him longer than the 49ers expected to become the type of player we thought, okay, well, that's fine. If we were dealing with a scenario like that, I think the ones who would be under the gun would be Lynch and especially Shanahan because Shanahan's the one ultimately that made that decision. If Trey Lance ends up not being that guy, that's on Shanahan. And I think Kyle Shanahan has proven he's a great football coach, uh, right? But if this doesn't work out, whether Garoppolo goes on, wins Super Bowls, uh, and Trey Lance, or Trey Lance just doesn't become that guy, then ultimately I think that's on Kyle Shanahan, the talent evaluator. 
Kyle Shanahan, the coach, he's going to have a long career. If this Trey Lance thing doesn't work out, I think Kyle Shanahan, talent evaluator, I don't think things are ever going to be the same for that guy, for him in that role. 510, not a bone to pick, but just a disagreement. He says the season starts in three weeks. He slash she. Uh, season starts in three weeks. Too late for Jimmy to start with any team. He should go to a good team like Trubisky did last year, then hope next year he can find a home. I just find that to be so false. I mean, Ian Book was starting last year for an NFL team. Mm -hmm. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is Saints, a good right? enough quarter. Yeah, yeah. And he was awful. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good enough quarterback to where he's not Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> it also depends on the system. And I think in Seattle, they run... They run a similar system, obviously not the same as, as not as close to what the 49ers do as they're going to be running in uh, Miami or what they do in Green Bay. But I think Seattle runs a similar system, and I think they got a new coordinator last year. So I don't, I don't think it would take him a long time, assuming he's okay physically. I think he could get up to speed on the offense pretty quickly. Yeah, and and double spin zone. Mike McDaniel down in Miami. Let's say two uh, were to go down, or he's just not the real deal. With that much talent on the roster, are you riding with Teddy Bridgewater to get you the Super Bowl? Or does he like Jimmy Garoppolo enough to potentially bring him in? My yeah. answer is probably you're just riding with Teddy. And yeah, I think so. That's why he's there, given his, you know, what he's he has accomplished. Yeah. And I think last year, didn't he get off to a really good start last year, then kind of tailed off? But if he's there, that tells me that he's there so that if something happens to Tua or they just decide, nah, Tua's not cutting it, that Teddy's going to be the guy. Is there a more unappreciated quarterback in the NFL than Teddy Bridgewater? When he played for the Vikings, he was good, seemed like he could be their guy. Maybe not the, the statistics that Kirk Cousins puts up, but he, he was on his way to having a pretty good career. And since then, he's just been a backup everywhere, it seems yeah. like. Well, you talk about Charlie Checkdown. I mean, that's, you know, he doesn't take a lot of deep shots. So good. he is Nate Sudfeld. Have <laughs> you ever seen the two Sudfeld. in the same room? Give me Nate Sudfeld over Teddy Two Gloves. All right, so 10 minutes left of the show. Can I convince you? Brock Purdy. No. no. Convince me what? What about Backup Brock quarterback. Purdy? For who? For Instead an of Nate Sudfeld. For, for an XFL team, a USFL team? I mean, maybe. The, the disrespect. Text line's with me, too. Text line's coming in. I don't think in. the text line is. I haven't heard one Nate Sudfeld over Brock Purdy so far. And maybe it's just now that now that I've poised the question, I'm sure people will come in with the, no, Sudfeld for All sure. Right. He's, got yeah. the, he's got the 30 career snaps in the NFL that, that'll help his cause or however many it is. You don't know, but you just challenged me to a text tussle. So here we go. 888-957-9570. The text tussle. Backup quarterback. I say Nate Sudfeld. You say, what's the guy's name again? Purdy, Purdy, Purdy good. Brock Purdy. Yeah, indulge us, won't you? Cast your vote now. We'll see who wins this uh, text tussle. Why in the world... I got the vote sheet ready. Yeah, why in the world uh, would you say that Purdy has done anything to put him ahead of Sudfeld? Sudfeld's been good. He's a more experienced quarterback. He's actually played in the well, NFL. Purdy looked good. And he, okay, fine, but he's never played. There's no way you leapfrog a guy who's actually played in the league when you've never played in the league, and you were yeah, you're pretty good. Let's get up the numbers on Nate Sudfeld, shall we? Yeah. As the uh, as the uh, the votes start rolling in here, Nate Sudfeld, six foot six, mm -hmm. born in October of 1993 from Modesto, California. He's thrown 37 career passes, completed 25 of them. That tells me 
Checkdowns. Tells me that he's a very accurate passer. Checkdowns. Yeah. Loves checkdowns. Um, he's got so 188. He's got 188 career yards, one touchdown, one interception. This isn't a dog on the guy. I don't know a lot about Nate Sudfeld. Clearly. But, but you sitting here and saying, oh, he's got the experience. He's got the... He, He's thrown 37 What's passes. What's his passer rating? What's his completion percentage? I don't care what his passer well, rating asked, is. He I looks just, like a pro I, bowler in the preseason. I asked the question. Those are regular season numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. 25 of 37. Yeah. Never started a game, meaning he's coming in garbage time and, and dumped it off. I mean, let's put it this way. If you're completing 25 passes in a game, how many yards are you typically racking up? <laughs> got 188 career yards uh-huh. off 25 passes. That tells me... He doesn't throw it very far. Mm-hmm. Tells me that he's uh, smart. He gives what the defense is going to... He takes what they're going to give you. Have you seen anything from Brock Purdy that says he's not smart? No, but I just don't know what he's going to do against an actual... How do I put this? Like an actual NFL defense. Like a team that's actually really trying to do everything they can to confuse him and stop him. He's never faced that before. It's. I remember years ago... Uh, Chuck, uh, family vacation, we were in Southern California. This is when San Diego had a football team. And it was, I think it was like mm, week three. And they were going crazy down there because the Chargers had just beaten the Vikings in a preseason game. And they had this quarterback that led them from behind. And they were like, this is the guy. This is, oh, the Chargers are set at quarterback for decades. And it was Ryan Leaf. And the thing was, he was playing in the preseason. So it wasn't even against a real defense. So I'm not saying Brock Purdy's terrible or anything, but you just can't get carried away with how he's played in the preseason. When, and you have to be, he's been pretty good, right? It's, he hasn't even been great. So how do you go from that to he should be the backup quarterback? You're better than that. I think that three, four balls he threw yesterday should have been caught. That, I, I agree. Every- I agree. Yeah. Pardon, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you're right on that one. No question. No, I I just think it should be up for debate. Uh-huh. You're saying, no, it's Nate Sudfeld. Brock Purdy's not on this team. Chop him. We don't want to see him. I'd like to keep I, him around. I think but if, if Brock I can, Purdy oh, was well. six foot three, if he was six foot three, he'd probably have some more opportunities. Probably wouldn't be Mr. Irrelevant, but mm-hmm. he's six one. That doesn't mean he can't play. We'll see. I right. don't know what's shaping up here, but. Yeah. Uh, we have no Brock Purdy or Nate Sudfeld votes. Apparently, no one cares about the backup quarterbacks, which Actually, is probably the way it should be because yeah. if the backup quarterbacks are relevant, then your team usually stinks. Yeah. Uh, Mullen looked good in preseason, too, but I wouldn't be against keeping both. A lot of guys in this roster and other positions that you have to consider, though. Yeah. And Why if you do you have- need the three quarterbacks, though? Uh, if something were to happen, you can then go and probably sign Brock Purdy yeah. or sign you know yeah. someone yeah. that can get the job done. Why, why do you need to take up three? If you get I to your agree. third string quarterback, then you're in trouble. I yeah. mean, if, if you lose your first string quarterback, this current 49ers team's in trouble. Yeah, and there's just there's just no way around it to this point. If you had to make a decision between those two, Brock Purdy's done a lot, but there's no way you assume that risk. I'm an upside guy. Upside guy. No One vote assume. for Brock, he wins. No, no one else voted. No way to assume that risk. When you've already got the other uh, questions, and that's what I was getting at when I suggested, hey, if the 49ers don't win this year, if they don't get to the Super Bowl, if they fall apart, this will be the reason why. I really do think it's pretty obvious right now, but it's going to be the offensive line. And, you know, fingers crossed, and Burford looks good, and Banks has done well. Um, but center position, you know, Jake Brendel, Brendel, he looks like he can play. Big question marks up front. That's, I think, 
clearly the Achilles heel potentially of the 49ers. More question marks in the uh, the run blocking or the pass blocking? I think in the pass blocking. And, yeah. you know, I think Trey, with his ability to create things, maybe he, uh, you know, neutralizes that to a degree. But you know how it is. You got an offensive line. You played offensive line at a high, high level. Uh, you, you know, you're you're playing together. You got to develop cohesiveness, and you also there has to be that cohesiveness between the quarterback on the offensive line. And there's every reason to think it could work, but we're not going to know for a while yet. So that to me is um, the the biggest question mark for the 49ers going forward. You see that text nine two five. We got a winner. Definitely think Purdy has more potential than Sudfeld. It wasn't it, that you didn't answer the question. He, he just called him Drew Brees like. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> Brock Purdy, there. We got two. Oh, here's I'm another telling one. you. Do you see the reason I'm why? I'm telling you. You are out of touch right now. People think that Brock Purdy okay. should be in that spot. Brock, I'm not the only one. Brock Purdy only because Whitey wanted to draft Franz Wagner over Kaminga. Never forgetting okay, that. Then. Okay. Franz Wagner made all rookie. Why do people act like that would have been a bad pick? All right. We'll end on that note. I can see you win the text tussle, Charlie. Great way to end our first show together. Thank you. Good luck uh, in the fantasy draft. Uh, appreciate it. I'll yeah. need all the luck I can get. And uh, good test run today. Like, yes. like we said uh, off the top, we'd spoken maybe 30 words to each other. Yes. And we just talked for four hours. So yes. good stuff. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Cam. Great job, Brian. Thank you for listening. Stick around. Fox Sports is next on 95.7. Okay. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.